This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. D.C., I'm Dick Yoliano. Some of the preparations you don't realize teachers have to make with kids coming back to school. In Bladensburg, I'm John Doman. It is primary night in Florida, New York, and Oklahoma. We'll get details with CBS News' Robert Costa at 810. The Dow lost 154 points today. NASDAQ off a fraction. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. North Texas is cleaning up after flooding across much of the region. The storms moved into the lower Mississippi Valley with heavy rain sweeping across northern Louisiana. CBS's Omar Villafranca. The storm that flooded parts of Texas has dropped as much as eight inches of rain across sections of the Gulf Coast states, with more to come. The Weather Channel's Justin Michaels was in Monroe, Louisiana, just east of Shreveport, when the storm hit. The kind of flooding we're seeing here is in neighborhoods and on streets, and they did have some neighborhood and street flooding just yesterday. With the amount of rain we're experiencing, there is concern that could happen again. The record-breaking storm pounded parts of Texas, dumping more than a foot of rain, sparking flash floods and hundreds of water rescues. The polls are closed in Florida and Oklahoma, two of the three states holding primaries today. Two political titans are facing off in New York's primary thanks to redistricting. Congressman Jerry Nadler and Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney. Some voters talked to CWCBS's Steve Burns. It's a shame that they have to go up against each other, but that's the way it works sometimes. Voters say they did their research. It seems to be some difference, but not a great difference. It's going to be close. In Oklahoma, GOP voters choose between Congressman Mark Wayne Mullen and T.W. Shannon as their candidate to replace retiring U.S. Senator James Inhofe. The winner faces Democratic ex-Congresswoman Kendra Horn in November. There's new information on what kind of classified materials were allegedly taken from former President Trump's home by the FBI. CBS's Robert Costa with the latest. A newly revealed letter from the National Archives to Donald Trump's legal team details the alarm inside the federal agency about Trump's possession of highly classified material. Specifically among the boxes Trump took with him to his Mar-a-Lago estate were over 100 documents with classification markings comprising more than 700 pages, some up to top secret. The IRS is alerting those who work for the agency about threats aimed at it. More from our Steve Futterman. The threats come after $80 million in new funding for the agency was signed into law last week. The money designed, among other things, to beef up compliance. That has prompted some Republican critics of the funding to go on the attack. GOP House Leader Kevin McCarthy tweeted, the money will allow the IRS to hire what he called an army of 87,000 agents. The head of the IRS in an email to all employees calls the threats concerning there will be upgraded security at some IRS facilities. Steve Futterman, CBS News. CBS News has learned that President Biden is expected to make an announcement on students' loan forgiveness tomorrow. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance 
so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 8.03 on Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. We have 83 degrees in Hyattsville, down to the upper 60s tonight. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. This just into the WTOP newsroom. We are getting some results from tonight's primaries. The first, Charlie Crist has won the Democratic nomination for governor in Florida. Also out of Florida, Val Demings has won the Democratic nomination for U.S. Senate in that state in that primary. Once again, we have uh, Charlie Crist winning the Democratic nomination for governor. He will go up against Republican Ron DeSantis in November. And again, Val Demings winning the Democratic nod for U.S. Senate in Florida. More results as they come in here on WTOP throughout the night and into tomorrow morning. Meanwhile, a man is in critical condition and a woman is recovering from minor injuries after a stabbing this afternoon on a red line platform at a metro stop. A metro spokesperson says a verbal confrontation on a red line platform ended with a stabbing on Tuesday afternoon just before 3.30. Among the two victims, a man sustained serious injuries when he was stabbed in the stomach, according to our partners at NBC4. The attack resulted in delays for riders at the Metro Center station during rush hour, with Metro Transit police surrounding the area as they searched for the suspect. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. Now to the Purple Line. Next month, for the first time in two years, major construction will resume on the light rail system that will eventually connect Prince George's and Montgomery counties. Still a lot of inspection in the current sites after Labor Day is when you're really going to start seeing the workforce grow and a lot, lot more construction activity. Steve Lanning with Labor's International Union of North America says they've just signed an agreement with the Purple Line that should help any delays due to work shortages. When you have tight construction market, trying to recruit or retain the best workforce, you need to provide more than competitive wages. I think this agreement certainly has done that. Many of those construction workers who had to leave the project in 2020 will be back on the job. They see this as a high-profile project, a long-term project. They're excited to get back to work. The Purple Line is expected to be ready in fall of 2026. Luke Luker, WTOP News. D.C. continues to struggle to handle thousands of migrants being bussed in from Texas and Arizona. And a bill introduced by D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton would provide the city with $50 million in emergency aid to help. A day after the Pentagon rejected a D.C. request for the National Guard to help, Congress is being asked for the appropriation for emergency food and shelter for the migrants. The money would be provided to FEMA. On August 5th, Texas Governor Greg Abbott said the state had so far transported 6,500 migrants to the nation's capital since April. The migrant children will be welcomed into the D.C. public school system. School spokesman Enrique Gutierrez says a process is in place and the students will be provided direct enrollment and support. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Schools in Prince George's County are gearing up to welcome back students next week, but at some schools in the county... Teachers are preparing for things you might not expect. Our students are very eager to learn. Here at Templeton Elementary in Bladensburg, most of the 900 or so students are first and second generation immigrants, sometimes refugees. And that means even a fire drill needs extra prep time. Making sure they understand what's going to happen. It's going to be a loud sound. An annoying noise you might take for granted, but for them... And their own experiences may have a very different meaning. Amy Robinson's the interim principal here with about a third of the staff new to the school. 
teachers are learning, one of the first things they have to do is make sure students feel safe before they feel comfortable learning. Student will leave to go to the bathroom and make his way up to check on his younger sibling in kindergarten. John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, we are following primary election results out of three states tonight, New York, Oklahoma, and Florida. CBS Chief Election and Campaign Correspondent Robert Costa will join us live after traffic and weather. It's 8.07. Now more than ever, managing strategic cyber operational and financial risks in your supply chain is critical to protecting your projects and programs, as well as U.S. national security. Using advanced machine learning capabilities, Blue Voyant Supply Chain Command detects and remediates cyber threats, identifies foreign influence into contractors, as well as new or unknown vendors, delivers comprehensive industrial-based reporting, and provides real-time vendor reliability monitoring that reduces acquisition risk. Illuminate your supply chain. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.